3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What's
3: this
5: going
4: to be? Moneyline. (laughs)
5: With the two best hosts to ever do it, I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just, just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if
4: it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Let me how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. Fire King! on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Mm-hmm. Right at it here,
5: people. No better place to be on a Tuesday afternoon than right here, right now. It is money line Over the next hour, it's Donnie and Kevin. We got you covered on all the hottest topics, which apparently right now is means college basketball ready to rock and roll, people, because we had some big doings last night with those Houston Cougars that continue to impress in the Big 12, and we'll get mm. to Kevin's. I say Kevin's. Virginia Cavaliers offensive outfit ah. last night, which is equally impressive, but as we know, if you are an avid handicapper and say, you know what? I don't even like to look at numbers. I just look at the actual odds. Boy, they gave you a free one last night. D-Tech, congrats.
4: Yeah, I mean, the, listen. Again, it's it's the nature of the college basketball season, right DRS? Uh, just mm-hmm. bet a home team on a short number if you can. Man. But man, it, it, you know, and I ultimately didn't play it when it was all said and done, the total in that mm-hmm. game, Donnie. Yeah. What'd you get, 75? Was it 75 or 79 out of I mean, but you, you got yeah, a number out of where Correct. the o- should have mm-hmm. been absolute free money. Yeah. I, listen, man, I got Tony Bennett is so lucky. Tony Bennett is his name, right? Uh yes. He is very, very lucky that they that they that they won that championship because I basically would have fired him every single year since. I, I mean, it's absolutely horrible
5: running that offense here. I mean, I'm getting phone calls here from the seven three two. You probably know who that actually is, Kevin. At this point here, I mean, come on. Don't mm-hmm. people know the radio schedule around this network at this time? Well, maybe not. Uh... But maybe maybe we can get that gentleman to uh, actually call in and have some fun live on the air, but a lot of good topics going it. around. As we know, the NBA does not return until Thursday, which still is like a, a pet peeve. Like, I understand the All-Star game weekend was Sunday. Yesterday, you talk about it. Today, it's like, okay. And then tomorrow, it's like, well, where's the NBA at? Like, why are we waiting? But there is a good college basketball card tonight, Kevin, which does include UConn traveling out to Creighton on a short yeah. number tonight,
4: ready to let it pop. I actually got a wager on that game today, and it's not on a side. Mm. How about that? Figured it would be a total. Figured figured you to mm. find that edge on that total. I might be involved in a side, and Mm -hmm. I might be on a team that I don't think is the better team. Mm. I think I might have to take Creighton at home, Donnie. I like the spot. You have this UConn team coming off Mm -hmm. of basically the best win any team has in the entire country with that route of Marquette, Mm -hmm. and we just know how hard it is to get up twice in a row like that. Like This is a perfect spot for this team to be hosting Butler at Georgetown. This is a tough spot to get up again against a team like Creighton.
5: And by the way, looking at that game, I do have a total in this game, and it's actually under, and it's dropping. 145.5 was the number earlier this morning, which I took under. It's not 144.5 at Fandle, 143.5 at most outlets out here. I just think it makes a lot of sense because, yes, you are coming off an unbelievable performance against Marquette, but both of these teams play very good defense, and the matchups that I like to look at usually is like those style components. Who likes to shoot threes? Who likes to defend threes? Well, you have the number four overall offense in Connecticut, at shooting three-pointers per shot attempts out of a 11-team league. You know what's number one, Kevin? Mm-hmm. It's Creighton, number one overall, 47% of their shots from three-point range. But guess what? You have the number one team in Creighton chasing you off the three-point line and the number two team in Connecticut chasing you off of the three-point line. So it's one of those where, okay, they hit daggers from three, you live with it. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think we get a really, really good defensive game, and that game stays under 145.5.
4: Yeah, uh, I don't mind the look at all. That first meeting—I know this doesn't factor in, but I think it mm-hmm. kind of—I um, think it explains, though, what you are looking for, which is the matchup, Don. But the first time they played, I mean, I don't even think there was 115 points in the game mm. that very first meeting. So, uh, yeah, look, the first time—that's exactly what the style suggested, and uh, we'll see if that's what the style suggests again for time number two. Couple of ranked, uh, ranked teams in action tonight, though.
5: Yeah. Good one. Overall, we had uh, John Ralston on this morning with me and Ben going over some of that action a little bit later out, even on the West coast, but some good things all the way through. It's that time of season, right? Cause even, cause I like college basketball. I like to handicap it even more once you get in the month of February, which we're in now, which again, the next three weeks until selection Sunday, my favorite time of the year in college basketball, by far, everybody's playing hard. Everybody needs wins at that point, And you have enough data in the bank where you can make, you know, informed decisions on that. The one that we were looking at today, uh, Butler plays Villanova, not the handicap itself, but really Villanova. What a crazy season they've actually had in the Big East. One of those that basically opened up and you're like, ooh, okay, looks like they're going to be a good basketball team and a bounce back here under Neptune. And Then all of a sudden, they hit the rocks. And I mean hitting the rocks, Kevin, losing to Penn, St. Joe's, and Drexel. Like never before, like they lost back to back games against Saint Joseph's and Drexel, something I'd never seen before. Sandwiched in wins over Texas Tech, North Carolina, Memphis, and picking up wins over Xavier, they do have a tough stretch to finish the season. But the Big East is really good. They got Butler, Connecticut, Georgetown, Providence, Seton Hall, and Creighton to try to make amends for some of those earlier losses. But just a wild scene as we're going to wind up here on the bubble. By the way, I couldn't figure this out this morning. Uh, we were going over like bubble teams and stuff like that. What's the one web? That you that just shows you on one screen like the projected seeds. You used to use it. It's not mm-hmm. bracketology. I don't think it's Bracketville. Oh it's bracket a matrix? Bracket Matrix is what it is. And I couldn't figure it out this morning because I was just trying to do yeah, some yeah, numbers yeah. real quick and nobody had that exact thing. Like, no, no, no. I remember logging into a site which basically like, look, I don't have to oh, surf yeah. sixteen pages to find no, it. I just no, get no. one page and it gets updated there. So it's bracket matrix. All right, let me type that.
4: Bracket ma- yeah. Is there, is there a certain team you're looking for? No, we just said it was um, the producers put up like, uh, all right,
5: let's just go like teams on the bubble, longer shot teams, and we're going to find out. So all I wanted to do was go to like a quick like, all right, let me just get a, an eyeball on like what I'm actually Idea. looking at at that point, but I couldn't find it. But there are like bracketology is good, but the one I was like, look, I don't want to surf through and look to the left and the right. Just give me one page that I can just see like where they're expected to be and like, oh, okay. They're expected to be, I don't know, the 13th seed and this yeah. team's on the outside looking in that. That's what I was looking for this morning. Yeah, I get, I get what R-I-X. you're saying there. All right, so there. Now we got bracket matrix up, so I can save yeah. that into the uh, thought process they behind it. But we yeah, we're getting close. What seven, eight days here till March. Most teams, we're looking at, what, six games left, seven games left. Some of these teams, as we talked about yesterday, ending on March 2nd or 3rd for their season. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's coming really quick at this point here, and it comes in a nice downtime because I was, you know, sort of explaining this morning. It's nice that even if you are the diehard college football fan, then you just roll it right over into the NFL and ride that streak out to the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, man, I got to get ready for college basketball. Sometimes it is nice that the NBA isn't going on. It's like, you know what? Let me just spend a couple days, get familiar with some teams here, and, like, you know what? I'm going to watch the rest of these five or six games for some of these bigger teams and make those informed decisions, picking your pools, and also more importantly, who those vibes are going to be when you say, "You know what? I'm take this 16 to one team, take this 20 to one team, get a couple shots down for March Madness."
4: Yeah, so I'm in an interesting spot personally, though, Donnie, because I know um, I always like to do that as well, but I'm yeah. holding four teams in Auburn, Bama, uh, Gonzaga, and Wisconsin preseason, where I just got to see where these teams land before i can do anything
5: that's a good part about it like you want to say like hey I'm, a, I'm gonna wait for the chiefs to win the championship at the end of the season and bet before the playoffs that doesn't work out as well but boy it does work out really well in college basketball we'll be right back it's money line on a tuesday afternoon
0: and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
6: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
1: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time
5: We got the big news today. We were finally waiting on Kevin, right? No, it wasn't any meetings behind the scenes. It wasn't Powerball. It wasn't anything like that. The college football committee actually finally, Kevin, approved. I thought it was approved three years ago, but apparently it wasn't. Yeah. The vote know. has been unanimous today. The 5 plus 7 format has been approved, and the Pac-12 had either previously abstained or asked for a delay as it's working on the determinants of its you know, following sweeping conference realignment. Now, I'm going to say this. I love that there's 12 teams. Eventually, we're going to get them more. We'll get, we'll get up to 2014. It's going to happen. Just not yet, but it's better than two. It's better than four. It's better than eight. Whatever. You know what I mean? 12 is going to be a great, so much fun. You want to talk about next year, lining up the college football playoff and the fun we're going to have once those playoff hits. It is going to be fantastic, and I can't wait for it. But the fact that we are still going to be arguing, and this was supposed to be like, well, well you know, the third team overall is going to get angry. Yeah, but once we go to four and then the fifth team is going to get angry. Oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. If I could just see it now, like the five plus seven. Can't we just have? And this is about the time, Kevin. I like to even like just step into and say, go back to the BCS era computer system. The computer spits out the top 12 teams, and we ride. Because the reason is, I just don't want to have this problem come up where LSU has three losses, and let's just say, I don't know, San Diego State has uh, two losses. I'm like, oh, well, I had to rank them higher, so San Diego State gets in, when clearly LSU is the better overall football team. But the reason I bring that up is, somebody's going to win a conference championship, I'm like, come on, Like, how
4: are they keeping Alabama out of this thing? You know it's coming. Well, certainly. So so just so I understand, because it's this whole five plus seven thing, right? But we were supposed yes. to have five power five conferences. So, Correct. Well, basically,
5: but now I believe it's just the five highest ranked champions. Conference champions. If that champions. makes sense. Correct, yes. So, it's so basically it almost doesn't matter, going Kevin, be... what the conference is, is what they're saying. Just as long as you're a conference champion and you're ranked ahead of somebody else, you'll get in. That's the formula.
4: But, so basically, it'll be though, Donnie. One through mm-hmm. four will yes. be the conference championship game winners from the Big Four, mm-hmm. and then they will be putting in the mm-hmm. highest-ranked mid-major champion. But that team will not—that team will be seeded wherever because they're not going to get inside the top four. They're not going to be seeded fifth, correct?
5: I don't know. I think they might be seeded fifth. To be honest. Like, I really think it's top five, which means top five as in conference champions, and then the next highest ranked seven teams, right? Or the top seven teams that didn't win. Like, I think the fifth gets it, like, placement as the fifth seed.
4: Well, because, again, we're then, of course, and, and only Donnie and I are seeing this, we're off to an awful start. <laughs> we're off to a very, very bad start. Um mm-hmm. If that is the case. So that's one. Uh, all right. Now, two, I, I don't know why we're doing this. So basically, Donnie, Alabama and Georgia are playing the SEC title game. They're going to be ranked mm-hmm. one and three in the country, right? Yes. Bama's going to beat Georgia, and Georgia's going to mm-hmm. be the sixth seed in this tournament. That's what we're doing now. Georgia's going to go down to the sixth. Yeah. I I just How is
5: nobody... No, they don't. I'm telling you, they don't because they don't. They're brain dead. They're a bunch of old guys who, like, don't like change, and they try to be equitable on things they don't need to be equitable about. It's not hard. That's why I said, like, my initial thought process is, like, I love the 12 teams. Run them through a computer. The computer will spit out its best twelve here. And yes, sometimes you're gonna get mad at who's thirteenth and who's twelve, but we're never gonna have that. Like, well, why is uh, I don't know, Houston in this thing and Ohio State got left out. Like, we shouldn't have that. We should we just pick the twelve best teams. I don't give it like first of all, I don't care if you won your conference. If it turns out that you're the best team and you won the conference, fantastic. But I don't think you should get extra bonus points by getting a bye week for that. Now, granted, I'll live with it and I'm fine. I just wish it would line up one th- through 12, wherever it stands, and let's just get it on out there.
4: Yeah, I, I'm trying to read this to see if I can definitively. I guess the four highest ranked, but see, the idea that the four highest ranked would get a buy, and then because mm-hmm. like if Ben money tweeted out like the format to his understanding, mm-hmm. yeah. and it said that like this, like Liberty would be 12. Like the idea that you could either be that close to being four or last is preposterous. Mm-hmm.
5: Yes, it's and it's 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 a system that should be perfect. That's never going to end up being perfect. It's just the way it's going to be. It's almost like, all right, guys, you yeah. got more football in here. You got your way. Most of the teams that you thought were going to win the championship anyway. And the, for the people out there that say this, I, I don't even understand like where you come from here. It's like you know what. There should only be two teams because the championship is usually a blowout anyway. And I say, what world do we live in at this point? That's not the point of the blowout. It's the people that are supposed to be there on games you can watch, handicap, and know you're on even footing on both sides here. Oh, we should just go back to the BCS where it's the top two because that's the only thing that worked. No, it didn't. That's why we're at 12 teams now because two didn't work and neither did four at that point, And neither did six yeah. at that point, right? So you have to go to 12 teams and it will be fun and we'll watch. I just... I guess it's a, hey, well, we like the Cinderella. Yeah, Liberty's going to get in. I don't know when year. Colorado State's going to get in. They're going to get rocked. And we're going to go, well, they deserve to be in when they really didn't deserve to be in. And that's okay. But it's the same format, basically, as the field of 64, right? You're going to fight over some bubble teams down there that aren't really caring. Some teams will upset them. You're going to have blowouts one way or another in the first two rounds. It is what it is at this point. But I'm really looking forward to next year because I'm assuming, like, when would that start then? Like we're not the like if we're getting conference championships the first week of December and we're trying to get a national champion by like
4: what early late January, we're going the very next week, right? Um, hold on, I just saw I just saw people were tweeting out the dates. Hold on, DRS. Look, it's gotta be at least Give like me... four a four week tournament, I guess I would assume, right? So you can't, can't yes, be too but... delayed too long. Well, that's the thing, right? Like it, you know, um, where was it? I just, I'll find it for us, and I'll, and I'll interrupt. But that was uh, be, one of the yeah. other problems of their current format, right, that we had discussed of this long break that was, like, it gave us this time to forget about teams, and, you know, yep. the bowl games had only been getting worse, so we knew that that was an issue. Uh, here it goes. First round, Donnie, is December 20th and 21st. Wow, Quarterfinals late. are the 31 uh, and 1st. Wow, semifinals, 9th and 10th, Donnie, with the National Championship game being on the twentieth, so that so we're is cr- going back crossing, much later.
5: Are we, are we crossing over into playing college football playoff games yes. on the weekend the same way the NFL was going to play? So hold on a minute. Why would they do that? this, this is again—you have a perfect window here. You end your conference yeah. championships first week of December. The teams that have won those games, Kevin, are going to get buys and deservedly so. Why are
4: we waiting? Uh, yeah. I don't understand. So here's here's, oh my! god, If this is correct, now I I could be the ninth and the tenth, Donnie though, mm-hmm. are Thursdays and Fridays, Ooh. and the twentieth is a Monday. So because obviously, Donnie and you and I knew this, they're not going to run up against the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that they, they are, wow! What Thursdays, wow, wow!
5: Over the holidays too, nonetheless.
4: And the, how about this—the the thirty first and the first, which is when the quarterfinals are. I mean, that's a—it's a Tuesday and a Wednesday. I mean, they, they are just being like, "Listen, man, we will run whenever the NFL is not on. You will do big. We'll do good enough numbers."
5: And there they go, going back to so we're going back to uh, New Year's Eve and stuff, which is horrendous the way it does. But by the way. You know, my mind, always works differently because when I see like college football, which again I really enjoy, but obviously me working yeah. more of an NFL side. What are you guys doing next year for this? What What is your December through the Super Bowl <laughs> going to look like? Holy moly!
4: Yeah, it's a good point. It's, a good, it's a good. It's a great breakdown. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Oh man. Some some things that I um,
5: Thursday, eh. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Sometimes three, four hour shows. More, maybe? Yeah. Doing it live? Because you know we're not just going to be like, hey, the game's going to tip off here and uh, it's the playoffs. That ain't going to happen. You're going to be in that no, studio grinding
4: here. on that playoff game. But, 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 here's, but Donnie, like, if, if I'm right, like the 9th and the 10th will be CFP semifinal days, and mm-hmm. then we're going to be doing NFL shows on Saturday and Sunday. Oh,
5: Yeah, the NCAA now. Let, let me get it straight for you, boys. What are you waiting for? Trip, don't and don't and don't tell me you got Army Navy that wants to be singled out and be alone there. Leave it alone. The Army Navy will be fine wherever it goes. Start that thing earlier, people. Oh, college football's in for it next year. Can't wait to watch it though. We'll be back. It's Money Line.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
5: Thought so they said college football was over. Apparently not. As CFB unanimously approves the five plus seven format. Now, Kevin, I know you were tinkering around with a few things yeah. of how it would work out next year, but you know immediately I go right to, oh, great, they're going to nail this, get it right. We're going to start right away, and they go, no, 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 right. we're still going to extend it. You can't mess up bowl. We got to have the regular bowl season in place, and we can't mess that up. So, but tell us about some tinkering on how it would actually look with this five plus twelve or five plus seven.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so it, it took me a minute to figure out what, what exactly. And shout out uh, BWS. Um, I've I've understood the way he's formatted us now to make a sense. Mm-hmm. But here is just how I want to put this into perspective right away and why this format is not perfect. So you just use the odds, Donnie. Georgia will be the one seed. Mm-hmm. Ohio State will be the two seed, okay. and Florida State in the ACC would be the three. Okay. In between Ohio State and Florida State are six. Teams from either the SEC or the Big Ten. Donnie, there's only seven at-large spots. So, what do you mean
5: in between, though? If it's one, two, three, you're so talking about if, if you, rankings talking on about, next year. or This the year, the
4: the I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about the next year's odds okay. to win the national championship, right? All right let me just. Georgia's has the best odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Georgia has the best odds. Ohio State, the second-best odds. Uh So based on this format, they will be one and two. We're just projecting out, right? Yes. Texas, Oregon, Bama, Mm -hmm. LSU, Michigan, and Ole Miss, all being in either the SEC or the Big Ten, Donnie, Mm -hmm. are fighting for at-large bids. Florida Uh, State gets an automatic buy. Then we skip over (laughs) Penn State. Notre Dame, Missouri, Clemson, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and yep. USC, Donnie, until mm-hmm. we get to the Big 12 with Utah or K-State. Yeah. So you have. Yeah. And, and that's and that's before, Donnie, you and I, again, do our job and rip the inclusion yes. of Liberty, which should be ripped and absolutely <laughs> back. Lambat- Donnie, the Big 12. Is going to get is going to get a buy. They don't even belong in the based on outright odds. Correct. (coughs) Yeah, that is just so crazy.
5: See how see how a a great thing turns into. Now you start to get angry the way things are playing out because now I can see it like visually on like, okay, top two seeds. And they am like, well, uh, Michigan's going to get left out or Michigan's going to have to play an extra game because Liberty is going to like climb into the picture yeah. or, hey, Clemson had a great season. Yeah, but not good enough because other teams are there. Yeah, it's kind of wild, which again, I'm telling you people, don't worry. Maybe, maybe someone would have laughed at me a couple years ago and was like, I can't wait for this team continues to get expanded, because we are going to be up to 24, sooner than later at this point. 12 is going to make the NCAA so much money, the only thing they know how to do is continue to add on, because if I remember correctly, what was it, like 24 teams, 20, whatever the heck it was when the NCAA started March Madness, why do you think we ended up at 64 plus now? Because they make more money, not because the product <laughs> technically is better, and if you tell them, and what's, and again, what's on the table now, where they're looking at, and you know Know it's coming to John Ralston gets upset by it. Purist here. We had the perfect tournament. It's 64 plus another four and we don't need any more. And the NCAA is going like, you know what we're doing right now? Yeah, we're checking in if we can double this tournament here. And like, oh, no, don't do it. And then they tell each and every provost at the universities, hey, by the way, I know we usually pay $11 million per year for the NCAA rights here. We're going to double that to 22. Like put them all in, put everybody in right. because it's all about money as it comes down to anyway. Is it better than two? Absolutely. Will we be angry next year? Yes, we will. But once we get past, I guess, the NCAA football selection Sunday, which we saw this past year, which made the right move to keep Florida State out, we'll probably have some anger on the back end. But it won't be nearly as vocal. It'll be like, oh, man, I can't believe Old Miss got you. left out or something.
4: But, no, but that's the thing. So, I just want to, again, reference this one more time with the Ben tweet, okay? Because it took me say – so, Don, the reason why he put Utah K-State, right, mm-hmm. is they have the same odds. One of those teams – again, just using the odds, so it's all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. One of those teams gets the fourth spot – a round one bye in the CFP tournament, the loser Donnie doesn't make it into the field of twelve. That how about this? <laughs> Where he put Notre Dame slash Penn State. Mm-hmm. One of those teams is in, the other is out while Liberty gets in. Now, like, yes. like that's the thing yes. and, and and Donnie and I say this because like we want this to be as good as possible, but you mm-hmm. know that they're trying to maximize money. These buffoons are going to put Liberty in and miss yes. out on either Notre Dame or Penn State yes. football. I, I mean, yes. what are we doing here? I mean, what are yes. we doing here?
5: It's, it's the only sport that can continue to mess itself up while trying to improve at the same time. But it's like when you we say, well, how do they come to an agreement on this, Kevin? It's almost like they have to compromise when there shouldn't be any compromise at all. Like, can you imagine going like, all right, uh, we know who pays our bills. We know which teams we always root for to get in. You might get angry at Alabama, but they draw the numbers. You might get angry at Notre Dame, but they draw the numbers. But everybody always gets them like, oh, man, which bowl game is going to want this Liberty team traveling here? Like, nobody's going to want that game. And they go, oh, I thought we're about money anyway. Yeah, we could just put Penn State in there. We'd make so much more. Like, Oh, that's a novel idea. Like, why don't they think about this ahead of time? Like, do you think there's an outpouring or a cry? Like, let's just say they set this up as the top 12 teams. Are there really still a faction of people other than just the people like to upset the apple cart? They go, This is ridiculous. Like, what happens if North Texas has a great season? You can't leave them out if they're undefeated. Like, no, yes, you can. That's the whole point of college football at this point. You can't play 35 games for each team just to try to decide who's the best. You only have 10 to 12 games. And they always do the eye test, right? Look, like, wow, wow. LSU, man, three losses in the SEC. But, but this team's on B. like, you know, Colorado State went on B. And you can't leave them out. Oh, yes, you can. Like, it's almost like people don't understand. What that actually means. Because then when you flip it over to the other arguments, you're like, okay, well, put Colorado State in the SEC. Well, you can't do that, Kevin. Look, they only play who's on their schedule. Yeah, because they're not as good to be in the SEC. Oh, man, we could go for days on this
4: topic. No, we could. Uh, I mean, it it is just one of the more bizarre things how, and and again, Donnie and I were calling this from the onset that, hey, they're still not going to get this right. They're not. I mean, for the love of God, Texas is going to be playing Liberty. I mean, laying 29 and a half. Yes. What are we doing? Exactly. What are we doing?
5: Yep. Golly. Constable playoff. Hey, uh, and, and you know it's going to be the Houston Texans time slot for them, as I like to name it. It's like, hey, Liberty, we're going to put them up there. And, uh, okay, who's going to watch that? But then again, you're going to have teams like, let's just say it is Texas, go like, Phew, it's the best playoff format of all time. Oregon's got to take on Notre Dame. Bama's got to play Mississippi. LSU's got to play Michigan. We got Liberty. Like, if you, and I, I know it's better to get the bye. Don't get me wrong with that. But also, you're taking a yeah. look at, now, granted, so Texas would be five. They'd have the home game. Oh, my. That is going to be the most sought after spot in the entire sport. Why? Uh-huh. That's going to be home uh-huh. on your campus. Uh-huh. Let's say it's Texas. We're going to get a free playoff win, which means Sarkeesian's going to be like, phew. I'm going to be able to fire me if I'm getting playoff wins out here when I make the playoffs now. It's not going to be like, hey, he makes the playoffs. It never uh-huh. goes wrong. That's an easy win. That's 85,000 screaming Texas fans in that building. That is an absolute massacre blowout, which means you don't even have to really... I mean, yes, they're going to game plan. Don't get me wrong. Third and fourth quarter, you might be resting up for your next opponent already and getting that home gate. Boy, that fifth seed is where and- everybody... Like, oh, no, we didn't get the fourth. We were hoping for the fifth and got it.
4: Yes. Yeah, get on and Guess what? And then the next round, you get to go play the fourth Seed, which is like the worst power, which is whoever mm-hmm. like wins the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. which is what you're used to beating up on Man. in a neutral site game. You know what I mean? Like angling. I'll tell you. Like, you you want to talk? You want to talk though about ratings bonanza? Mm-hmm. I mean LSU Michigan at LSU. I mean t- that game on at 7:30 on an ABC. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean and they, by the way I can't believe people have, have argued against us with this. I I mean what are we even doing here? What yeah, the like,
5: the simple fact of the matter is, and this is where I can say, like you can if you like bowl season as itself, like degenerate gamblers love bowl season. nobody else likes bowl season. It's an absolute waste of time anymore. But if you would tell me like I look at these numbers right here, and then net let's say the national championship game is the only game that's played on a neutral site. How much fun that would be. Like I just look at like the matchups, like can you imagine again, like lSU Michigan. Live from LSU, Alabama versus Mississippi on campus. Oregon at home taking on Notre Dame in a playoff game. Or as always talked about, like, you know, Penn State playing like Auburn in a playoff game at home in Happy Valley. The fact of the matter is you get those games on campus. And then the next – and by the way, is it – the first the, – the bye week's teams, do they get to the play a home game, by the way? Or no? They go nope. right to the bowls. Nope. Wow. Nope. It's, the uh, The wild part about this is as a – health of your athletic organization mm-hmm. which means as a whole you don't even want to buy you want you, alabama at home uh-huh. game hey by the way how much are you going to generate well we'll make 22 million dollars from having a home yep. game minus even what the contract tvs are going to pay for us hey bam would you like to go to like the sugar bowl make like no 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 just put us in that other one we'll win that get that extra 22 million then we'll play in the next one to get the next revenue as well wow that's interesting
4: I think you're totally right, and that's why again, like I don't know, that felt like such an easy fix, right? DRS? <laughs> because the next round of of the playoff format is so so is one verse eight, right? So it, we're getting two additional rounds that we don't typically get. So why couldn't they on home games? You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. like that's just so, we don't so need so the ball anymore. Like we don't yeah, need the, the ball system, system anymore. <laughs> But what, like, and again,
5: it's it's. I guess it's the old money winning out. But if you make me commissioner, you have your separate bowl season. But again, the chance, like for Georgia, to play two home games at Sanford Stadium before they get to the you know Super Bowl quote college football championship, they would take that off. You tell me, Georgia would rather go out to the Fiesta Bowl and play at a neutral site when you're the higher seed. Like, hey, by the way, would you ever play festival or would you play at home at Sanford and absolutely have an unbelievable night down there in Georgia? They would choose that every time. And also, when you're taking a look at theatrics here, the bowl, and you're asking fans, like, let's just say Georgia's number one. Hey, you're going to sit this one out. You're going to pay for, like, three different bowl games to go to? First round, second round, and national championship? Like, what are we doing here?
4: Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, it just, again, you're right. That hypothetical Texas spot is really, really the dream scenario. Just an it absolute is. smash, burial, blowout, and then yep. move it on. Not bad. We were
5: close, people. We almost had the perfect college football playoff. Now we're angry at it. You know what? You just go back to the BCS then. Top two teams, I'm done with this. <laughs> we'll talk about more next. Come on back. With us. I'm, out. I'm already out.
0: As a professional welder,
6: Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
6: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.
5: And now, back to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Rightside. Mm-hmm. Right back at it here, having fun on a Tuesday afternoon. The hottest topics all the way around. And you know what? we going to get to the phone lines and have some fun. 844-843-6879. The X-Man, he's up. He's ready to go, ready to deliver the goods on a big night in college basketball tonight. X-Man, talk to us. That's right. Two college basketballs. Yep. Going with the Baylor
1: Bears on the money line. Wow. Huskies on the money line. Ooh. That's right. And then we go on hockey. Got the Dallas Mm -hmm. Stars in regulation. Mm -hmm. Vancouver Canucks in regulation. World Warriors the whole way. Wow. You already know. Shout out to VA.
2: And Yeah. Special shout out to New Jersey, New York. I'm out here Mm -hmm. for the day, man. Shout out to Queens, (laughs) bro. (laughs) Yo,
4: let's talk. (laughs) Talk to him. Now I'm (laughs) I'm fired up. Now I'm fired up. The the parlay is
2: 33 to 1.
4: Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Talk sweet. Just hitting it out yes, sir. Just hitting it out there. Boom. 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 He, he's rolling through oh like my God, this. I mean, this is him right now. Yes, like he is. is. He gets uh-huh. through the streets.
5: Queens Boulevard. The x Men cruising na-da, through, na-da, na-da. letting it roll, handing out some good things for the people out there. I mean, that's what Uh-uh-uh-huh. I like to say. Look at that. Uh-uh-huh. Shout out Queens and the house. I mean, that's the way you do it here. By the way.
4: That fired me up. Even though I'm on the other 30? side of that game, it fired me yep. up.
5: to I got some thought processes. Again, next segment, we'll give out some picks here. We've been waiting on this one for a while, Kato. Back to the phone lines we go. You know who's on the line here for us? Haven't heard from this gentleman in a while. Hope everything is well. Moose,
4: he's on the loose on a Tuesday
5: Get in here, Moose. We got a lot of catching up to do, brother. Yes, sir. Just got done celebrating. There he is.
7: My yeah. grandson's one-year birthday. Oh yeah! Super Bowl there we go. weekend. You bet. Hey, I want to give shout-outs to both you guys. I uh, watched you guys, listen, you guys uh, out in Vegas. Very impressed. Mm-hmm. Very impressed. Love it. Even though it's K Dub's advertising on FanDuel, so that sounds good, mm. K Dub. You sound good. You so, mm. but uh, Love hey, it. I, I, I've, I've got a couple things. I got a couple things. I got two parlays. But you know, talking about this new um, college playoff, mm-hmm. what is that going to do to the smaller, less known teams? Because now you know the portal is going to come into uh, play. So what are you what are you doing? Are, are they creating like twelve or thirteen super teams? Yep. You know, that are going to show up year after year in, in in the in the seven or the five plus seven series or or whatever they're doing. I mean, it's a I mean, we all love that Cinderella story. And there's always one of them out there. You know, I love that. But uh, in closing, okay, shout out to X-Man. Here's my for mm-hmm. today. All right. We're, Let's we're go. We're going hockey plus. All right. We're going men wild. And, oh, speaking of hockey, how about all those hat tricks last night? Man, we had the football scores last night, you know? Okay, so we're taking Minn Wild plus uh, one and a half. We're taking the Senators plus one and a half, and we're taking the Stars plus one and a half. Uh, it's a plus 315. But let's, uh, let's transfer over to uh, college, okay? Mm-hmm. Texas A&M minus six, Tennessee minus seven. I altered these down. UConn plus three, Michigan State minus four and a half. That's a plus 303. So, but uh, I know I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Great talking with JP. So you guys have a wonderful day. I'm out of here. I'm out.
4: There you go.
5: He's in. No, He's in. Back there on it the is. Loose. He's back on the loose here. Boys are getting the band back together. Baseball season's coming up. You know, we got some hot times ahead at this point, and even getting angrier by the day as we try to, you know, set up some action here for college football into the future. I am, like, it's man, football is, before, again, football is going to come before you know it. Like, we talk about, like, oh, baseball, 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 it's on the way here. Before you know it, we are really going to be grinding on college football and the NFL once again next year. But it's nice to have this time of year to try to settle in. And, by the way, hockey guy for me certainly – over the weekend winning money, which was fantastic as so I was just betting like, you know, odds boost and all this good stuff. Your boy though. Didn't you have an Austin is it Austin Matthews? Who's the guy from Toronto? Is that his name?
4: Yeah. yeah did you yeah, ever yeah, bet yeah. on him yeah. that you yeah. won the other night, somebody told I, me? I did. I did. I had, guy's I had him get two plus man. points. So he he is he had actually had the one period, didn't he? Yes, he did. That was the night I was Jesus. on him for two plus points. He, Dang. Donnie, is creating a lot of movement in the uh MVP, MVP race? Because, yeah. But it's interesting. He's fourth. But what he did is he pulled McKinnon back, Donnie, because McKinnon went to a minus price on the Colorado mm-hmm. Avalanche. If you look right now, it's McKinnon 160, Kucherov 270, McDavid 340, and then Austin Matthews plus 440.
5: How about that? There you go. Now, college basketball taking a uh, good look tonight. Not a huge card, but a great card all the way down. Connecticut Cretans tonight. Baylor and BYU on the road. Should be a fun one. Matchup of three-point shots. San Diego State and Utah State, by the way, in the Mountain West, both tied at the top of that division. Game one in that went easily to San Diego State, so Utah State looking to return that favorite tonight. TCU, Texas Tech, Butler, Villanova, even VCU, UMass, I'm in on tonight from Amherst tonight. So, some good action here all the way down. San Francisco, the Dons taking on St. Mary's. Akron out of the Mac taking on Toledo. So we got some good stuff to look forward to tonight. Did you fire on any wagers yet here?
4: You know, I have placed them in, but I told you I'm looking at cranks. Uh, as a dog mm-hmm. price, and another yeah. team I'm looking at, it goes against cardinal rules of college hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we're going to be on San Diego State tonight, Donnie. I don't know how you feel about uh, yeah. how uh, yeah. they match up with Utah State. I am curious about your breakdown, but for me, I think there are certain spots this year, you got to be careful, but the books are over-protecting from, ooh, this team's in a good spot at home, and I think yeah. this line should probably be two and a half the other direction. I think it's too strong. Wrong on the Aggies.
5: Yeah, it's a t- it's a tough one for me because I always like to use to say to myself, all right, if there's going to be an upset, and again, it's a random upset. You're talking about two points, one point, you know, not really a okay. This is a minus nine and a half. They're two evenly matched teams, and as I said, San Diego State really rolled them first time through. And you usually like to lean on defense. Hey, you're going on the road. What travels? Of course, it's defense. San Diego State best defense in the Mountain West. But when you're trying to like line up, like what makes sense, you don't really get that mismatch. Like San Diego State's offense doesn't shoot the three point shot all that well. Utah State's number one in Mountain West play at defending the three-point line, so that helps them out. Utah State on offense here, 10th in conference play uh, going up against a team that allows the 10th most points in conference play from three-point range, so you don't really have that, hey, we're really going to get after it and dominate you like because we like to do this and you can't stop it. I don't have any feel for this game. Like I didn't have a wager either way, but if you are just line reading, it's like, oh man, they played before, blew them out. Yeah, I'm just going to take San Diego State again on the road here. That's the way the look would be. So I don't want to say, you know, sharp side. By the way, let me just see who is actually drawing the majority of the bets here. It's gotta be San Diego State though. Let's see. Uh no. How about this, Kevin? You like this? Eight out of every ten tickets mm-hmm. coming in on Utah State tonight.
4: That's what I'm saying though, Donnie, because these are now progressing. Crazy now public bet. Yeah. Yes, you know this Donnie, right? Ten years ago, mm-hmm. San Diego State is booked as a three-point favorite, and they're, they're mm-hmm. getting 70% of the tickets. But everybody yeah. knows that this is how college basketball works, but that's why sure. I like San Diego State. When San Diego down yeah. I think they were like a six-and-a-half-point favorite. A home court advantage is worth eight points. You know what I mean? A home court yeah. advantage is not going to swing things this violently here. So I, I like, I'm, I'm looking for San Diego State uh, in that matchup. I might have a rebound prop. Uh, in BYU-Baylor uh, on on the big man for uh, the Baylor Bears, so I'm, I'm looking mm-hmm. that direction. What do you think of this Wisconsin-Maryland game here? I was thinking maybe a, a Julian Reese points prop under, but I didn't know if that was a game that caught your eye at all.
5: No, I wasn't looking all that much one. Let me just do a quick drive by this one. Obviously, Maryland terrible in offense. 14 teams in the Big Ten. 13th overall in efficiency. 13th overall in effective field goal position possession, excuse me, and turnover percentage. 13th year, Also, the worst 3 point shooting team in Big 12 play, or excuse me, Big 10 play at 28%. Man, they're really Jesus. What do they do well? By the way, they get—they like to get to the free throw line. They're actually number one in conference play. <laughs> like The stingiest in conference play at fouling is Wisconsin. So nothing really working on Maryland's end. Did you say you liked Maryland? Did you like Wisconsin at that point?
4: I was just looking at a, a points prop under actually on uh, yeah. the Terps big man Julian Reese, but no, yeah. nothing else really caught my eye as much. I think That's it's a spot Wisconsin has to get a gotta- win in.
5: It's crazy. They got him ranked 53rd on Ken Palm. Look like a team that you rank 153rd at that point. VCU, I think, is an interesting one tonight. Actually, it, I mean, UMass is actually a slight favorite in here. Even though VCU is the better team, how many times have we seen that? right? Like, oh, look at this. Better team on the road. Why are they getting points here? It should be an easy matchup. So instead of going with the side, Kevin, I went with an over 71.5 on VCU's offense. The reason being is VCU, not all that fast on offense. 15 teams, they're 10th in average possession length on offense. UMass is 7th, so right around midway. So the tempo is not going to be all that fantastic. But again, matchups there. VCU number one in conference play at making the three-point shot. UMass defending the three-point shot. 12th out of 15 teams. Uh, Top four in conference play for VCU at volume from three-point line. Uh, UMass doesn't necessarily chase you off. They're about halfway through, so you should be able to get your points. But also, from a getting-to-the-line perspective, free throw attempts there uh, per field goal attempt. Fourth in conference play is VCU. UMass at defending, 12th on defense. So the three-point line should be open, and VCCU number one, Kevin, from the three-point line, also number one in percentage from the free-throw line as a team, shooting close to 80% as a team. Mm. So they might get beat tonight. I'm just going to bet that they get to 72 points tonight up there in Amherst. Okay. So I'm going to go a little A-10 action, VCU
4: UMass tonight. Love it. Absolutely love it. There we go. Uh, a little off-the-beaten-path look there on the college scene, uh, As you said, man, the, the, these things are starting to approach. I think for me, you know, Donnie, you, you, there's some Interesting spots if you want to try and uh, go for some late big plus money with regular season championship markets. But mm-hmm. I'm really excited about some of these these uh, postseason tournaments. Like I think there's going to be some great numbers out there. Uh, cool. You know, I, I was looking yesterday at the projected uh, Big Twelve bracket. You know, and I think the Jayhawks are interesting in that bracket, depending on how it shakes for them. Right? Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff. Yeah, for he's coming on a little bit now. They needed that. They needed that in the mm-hmm. big in a big way.
5: Let's see what else we got here tonight. Because one of the, again, Villanova seemingly sitting on that bubble or trying to play their way in. Butler's one of the teams that I actually liked uh, a few games ago against Marquette. They were getting four and a half points, ended up losing by six. to Marquette is a very good team. Like, you know what? That's a spot for a resume builder. Didn't get it. Then they had another chance at that at home again on Saturday and absolutely fell flat in the second half. Halftime lead of one point. They lose 79-57 to 57 to Creighton as Creighton turned on the gas pedal. So it's one of those for Butler. It's almost like a now or never, but back-to-back road games. They go to Villanova, which is obviously who they're playing tonight, then two Seton Hall, two good ball clubs. Then they have St. John's at home, which we'll see what they make of them after they get flamed by their coach, then they get DePaul, which is a layup, and then Xavier to end the season. But one of those where it's like, hey, guys, you got one, two, three, four, five games left in your season, you better at least go three and two or it's a wrap. So that Villanova game tonight is going to be really interesting to see it play out. Matchup-wise for me, Butler doesn't have a great defense. Villanova doesn't turn the basketball over. Villanova likes to shoot three-point shots. If they go down, Villanova's going to wind up winning. It's that simple. If Villanova does their average, 35% from three-point line tonight, Kevin, Villanova's yeah. going to beat them and cover. But I just haven't been able to trust Butler. I put my trust in him two games ago. I don't think I can get back to it because they had two step-up games and got their bell rung in both of them.
4: Yeah, you know, you mentioned before uh, at the start of the show, bracket matrix and Villanova's at the the moment, uh, some spots have him on the 11 line, but Mm -hmm. none higher than that, and a lot of teams have them dropped off the bracket right right now. So, you know, being able to steal game at UConn, I know it's a big ask, but it would be big. Being able to win at Providence. Have to beat Creighton at home. But that's a lot, because that's sweeping yeah. Creighton. They yep. caught Creighton early year. Need a good run in the Big East tournament for this Villanova team.
5: Yeah. They certainly do. It's gonna be fun. It's coming up soon. We'll see how it plays out at this point here. A lot of good topics here as we wait for the NBA to return. And then you just hit that fast forward button. At the end of this week, you're going to have spring training games. You're also going to have within, what, three weeks' time, Major League Baseball games starting overseas. Woo! And way we do this here. NFL Draft, free agency. Who's getting tagged in the NFL? My goodness. The topics never
3: stop here. Come on back with us.
0: Producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
6: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
1: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time
5: Ooh, right back out of here. Final segment of the day on a quick moving edition of money line here in the afternoon, right here on the sports grid network, SiriusXM XM channel, One Fifty Nine, big college basketball card overall tonight. So i got some plays, got some action in waiting on selection Sunday, which is coming up quickly here on March 17th. But as I continue to tell people in about a week, week and a half times, you're going to have teams in college basketball wrapping up their regular season and heading into conference play. So don't be alarmed when some of those mid majors are already firing away with that. Hey, we better win and get in. And shame sometimes on the power, excuse me, the non power non-power five conferences, Kevin. Would you take a look at the mid majors where you spend your entire season and go 13 and 1, 15 1 in conference play, and then you get knocked mm-hmm. out the following week in round number two and you don't get to go, even though technically you were the best team overall in conference play? Just the way it is, though, man.
4: Yeah, it's always stuff like that And again, like I've been talking about I'm not going to stop talking about it, right? You know, but this Gonzaga team Who mm-hmm. at the moment is, is you know Ranked higher than St. Mary's And St. Mary's is all of a sudden on a 6th line And Gonzaga's fighting for their lives mm-hmm. Now, it's up to Gonzaga to beat St. Mary's The next time they play But, uh, yeah, we'll see St. Mary's tonight You know, you mentioned San Fran uh, We'll see what the Dons can do The Dons are having themselves a nice season 10-2 in conference, 21-6 overall how about some love for the women's
5: game, Kevin? Last night, UConn got another win, by the way. Now UConn's having a down yeah. season. Yeah, still unbeaten in Big East play as they continue to move forward. I know they're banged up and injured at some spots here, but the women's game more than any other. You got like 10, 12 legitimate women's basketball teams. When, when I was growing up in the 90s, you had one team, and it was usually UConn, and maybe Tennessee would challenge them every once in a while. But now you have like a legitimate Top 10 coming in that can knock each and every team off. So,
4: the women's game is going to get a lot of steam here down the stretch as well. Well, a lot of people are going to be tuning in uh, for K uh, and a chance sure. big games, and we'll see how dominant this South Carolina team actually is. There we go. That'll do it for a, a
5: your latest, I should say, episode of Moneyline. Wednesdays, you know, we'll be back. Solo mission for your boy Donnie Rightside. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. Bang up on the callers there. Good stuff. Putting in some parlays and having fun for JP behind the wheels of steel. Donnie Rightside and Kevin Walsh. Thanks for tuning in to Moneyline. We'll do it once again tomorrow. See ya.